Good morning, good morning, everybody. It's another beautiful Monday over here. We're back once again with the New Age Strength Cast with myself, George, and my man, man. What's up, everybody? <coughs> God, I'm getting that high. <laughs> yeah, but I call Powerotic. <laughs> oh, what's up, man? Um, happy Monday, everybody. It's, it's, it's hot out here. It's getting warmer. I'm sweating in my room. Recording this podcast. Yeah. Man. Dodging that Rona, huh? Dodging that Rona. Dodging the Rona, staying safe, staying in quarantine, drinking coffee every day, like at least two to three cups because we ain't got nothing better to do with our lives right now. Hey. <laughs> oh, man. How, how's everything going? Let's get an update on the baby, man, the new fa- the new member of the family. How's the baby doing? Oh, man, she's she's doing well. She's she's growing a lot, a lot. Hey. Um. They finally brought her down to meet my uh, my parents today. Okay. Grandparents. Well, not today, but uh, last week. They, they brought okay. her down. So, uh, she's good, man. Everybody's doing well. Everybody's healthy. Can't complain. Healthy babies. That's what's up. That's good, man. Um, yeah. Like I oh, said earlier, I'm good. Um, just, you know, it's a little warmer than I would yeah. like to be, especially in the house. Thank God we have AC, but we're not trying to run it all day, every day, because we're here all the time. So we don't want the bill to go up. But other than that, all is well. Things are getting better. DoorDash is doing a lot better. More consistent with this. So everything's moving better. Good, man. Good. Glad, glad to hear about it. I feel like there's somewhat of a normal, some normality coming into play now. A little bit, yeah. Or I think we just all became adjusted to the times and making the most of it all. Yeah, exactly. Should be interesting. Are we, well... This is record. Well, this would be recorded. This is recorded on a Thursday, so this dropping on Mother's uh, the day on well Monday, but Friday. So tomorrow, technically, so we'll probably touch up on this in the next episode because tomorrow we're supposed to. Well, this so when we do release this, um, Friday will be the first day of Phase One. And do you know much about Phase One? I've been kind of stepping away from everything, so I'm not too. No, uh, to be honest, no. I, I know it's like certain certain businesses are going to start to slowly open back up with a lot of restrictions still, you know. Oh, yeah. All I know is that as of right now, I believe California have gyms in phase three. <laughs> phase three. Yeah. So phase three could take, uh, well, that could take a while because there's no well, time to I actually talked with my uh, younger brother yesterday. Hey, little Nestor in the house. And uh, he's, he's doing well up there, but... Um, he told me that San Fran <laughs> just, um, extended the quarantine till August. And, uh, August? The, yeah, so the pattern that I've been seeing is that um, that um, pretty much whatever happens in the bigger, more populated cities then starts to trickle down to the smaller cities. So I, I could see this being extended, but, you know, it's just a matter of time. We'll see what happens. I have a feeling that because a few states did open up, correct? Uh-huh. And they had like they had major increases apparently because of oh. everybody out and about. Oh really? Well, yeah. Do you know the states? No, I'm, I that's why I haven't been um haven't really been diving too deep into it right now. Oh okay. Just been kind of keeping everything at a distance, trying to not overconsume with all that's going on with the quarantine, man. Because it's it's a lot. Yeah, for sure. But, um, have you been um? I know I've been able to train a few clients here and there. Have you been able to pick up a little bit? Yeah, so uh, it's obviously not our full load again, but it's uh, 
it's slowly starting to uh, get things back into somewhat normal. Obviously, yeah. uh, following the safety guidelines and, and everything. So, social distancing. Did you um when you when you wear your facial mask? Did you wear a, a normal face mask or do you wear like a designer one? <laughs> it's not designer, but um, people out here with some designer face masks. See that shit, the Gucci and all that bullshit, right? Um, no, um, my my lady actually she got me a few cotton ones, like reusable cotton ones. Oh yeah, is and, she uh, wearing pretty comfortable? So is she wearing pretty much, I wear those when I'm out and about. Sometimes in uh, grocery stores, mainly everywhere else, I'm just like. Does she have a Pittsburgh Steelers one? No, no. no? Oh, I thought she no, would have. Her friend, dude. Her friend. Her friend mailed her some that are very, some very, very cool designs. Like, really? Uh, yeah, and and like the thing that I like is that they go around the head, not not the ear. Like, oh, so they go all the way back. Small, but yeah, usually they kind of end up doing this, and it yeah. hurt. So that ones that go around the, the whole head felt felt better, a lot more comfortable. I want. I've seen those. I don't, I haven't seen any of the guys that I've seen um, that I buy them from have any of those. So I've been buying the ones that do loop around the ear. Dude, we got to give a shout out to the hustlers out there, oh, man. man. As as, like, order went out, dude. Freaking off the side of the freeways in front of grocery stores. Oh, everybody, like $5 face mask, dude. We got you. I, I, I felt like it's, it's, I felt obligated to buy them, man. I was like, I, I like, it's crazy, bro. Cause it's like, I mean, I, Latinos, man, it is what it is. It's like, you know, we sell flowers on the corners. We'll sell masks on the corners, man. We'll do what we need to do to get by. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. I had to buy a few of them. I'm, I made sure I got the Nike one, so I got the Nike symbol on my left cheek. D1 over here, D1. D1 <laughs> Yeah, that's your new nickname, bro. That's what I'm going to call you from now on, D1. What, D1. And that, that, you know what? When um, Off topic, but when D, when, I, when D1 Bound was kind of like the big hashtag on Instagram, Twitter, do you remember that face? Yeah, yeah. It was interesting. I mean, that, that brand. Well, I, honestly, it, it created a lot of um, insight to just branding, especially for young kids. Because I mean, if you want all these kids, you want the kids want to go D one. All of a sudden, they have this brand that's mm-hmm. enticing you in D one. Of course, you want to buy it because you want to represent the type, the, what it feels to be a D one athlete. I remember some people on Twitter would always bash you, but like always wearing D one gear, but not a D one athlete. I'm like, oh god! I'm like, don't shoot the messenger. Yeah, for real, man. That's cool, though. That's crazy. It's crazy yeah. how, you know, the times change and evolve, but there's still ways to figure out how to yeah. how to get by. But um, so there, we're, you and I are working on something with this podcast, correct? Yes. Well, we both know. So we want to do a theme of the month. Yeah. Right? So uh, if, for you listeners out there, uh, what we want to start rolling out is essentially do a uh, monthly theme where we actually um did i did i cut out there yeah i still heard you no you still okay. i'm able to hear okay. you so uh want to do a, a monthly theme where um we're actually do kind of a broad theme for the month and then within the two episodes that we drop within the month we get a little bit more in depth about that topic so with that being said what's the topic today man we got well the topic for this month is mother's day and okay. um Mother's, because Mother's Day is, uh, when is the, uh, is it the 10th? Mother's this Day is the 10th. It's this Sunday, the 10th. It's, it's this yeah, Sunday? it's this Sunday, dude. Right? Yo, that, that, yeah, that's why. 
<laughs> well, for those who don't know, um, George and I at this we're not at HQ, we're not at the studio. Shout out to Jordan still, man. Yeah. Appreciate you, Jordan. Um it's, I miss them all, dude. I miss I them know. all. It's a tr- it's yeah. interesting, man. Yeah, so dude. George and I are on Zoom right now and um I I'm from George's expression, I don't think he realized Mother's Day was this Sunday. <laughs> So that's why the theme of this month is Mother's Day. And I, how we're going to pertain to that is um, we're going to focus a lot of this episode and the next episode on um, women and how, you know, they've influenced us. So we're going to start with our moms um, and how our moms impacted us on our daily life and how they give us the drive to keep doing what we're doing. Because if my mom's still working, so I'm still working. If my mom's working, I got to work, man. Hey, that's what's up. No, man, I think it's cool because, um, you know, we, I mean, people know this if they don't know this by now. We've known each other for so long that I know your mom. I think you know my mom. I'm not sure. You may have met her a few yeah, times. A couple times at the, the classes. That's true. The batting cages and you mine as well. Exactly. So it's a, it's a big family thing. Um, You want me to get going on my mom or you want to talk about your mom first? Go ahead, brother. Take it away, man. Oh, man. What's up, mom? Hopefully she's listening. Um, My mom. Um, I wrote a poem about my mom. It's called Dear Mama. I'm not going to recite it, but I think it's a beautiful poem. It's on SoundCloud if anyone wants to listen to it. Um, My mom is honestly the real reason why I am the way I am in the sense of my work ethic. Um, You know, parents divorced when they were five. So when I was five, so my dad, you know, he child support, obviously he did his thing. And, um, I'm not, I'm not trying to make anybody seem like a bad person by saying that, but it's just the reality of my life and my mom and dad's story. Um, my mom always worked every day, even, um, even on days we were supposed to go to like Knox Berry Farm one day. My mom said, we're not, I don't have to work. But all of a sudden, she ended up getting called into work, so she still had to go work. Mind you, when you're a young kid and your mom tells you you're going to go to Knox Berry Farm for the day. Okay, is it better now? Can you still hear me or no? Are you able to hear me or no? Yo, yo, yo. Okay, better? Cool. Um, I think the audio is still recording. So um, like I was saying, um, when you're, you know, when you're young and your, your, your mom tells you we're going to go to Knott's Berry Farm and, you know, you're young and naive and you take her word for bond and she says they're not going to go to work. And also she has to go to work. It does, you know, it puts you in a mental space because you're not, you're not aware what it feels to be a responsible adult. So I always took from that moment was regardless of what happens, like you, you still got to get the work done. You know, she always worked every day. She ran the restaurants. She did her thing. She took us to school, picked us up from school, took us to our sporting events did this, did that. Um, it was, it's crazy how much a, a mom's touch later in life evolves into you as a man and you start to realize why you care for certain things, why you certain things um, carry over into your business. For me, for instance, um, my mom hates when I curse. So when I'm with the kids, when I'm with my, I, I, I purposely install that where it's like, hey, I get it. We're going to be excited. You know, we're, we might say something, but don't intentionally say it. Like the other day I, I told them, don't say something. And I said, don't be an ass. And they're like, Hey, you just said not to cuss. I said, Hey, there's a time and a place. Yeah. I won't get upset if you guys do it, but there's a time and a place. 
And um, for that reason, why it's more for me, I don't see anything wrong with cursing at all. Like to me, I, I enjoy cursing. I feel like it adds to context and is needed to express. I mean, there are other words we can use, but I think it does help a lot. So that's one of the things my mom taught me. And it's cool seeing the kids I work with, um, you know, take into that consideration. And it's funny, too, because um, my mom, regardless of what I do, my mom may not be supportive of it all at first. But at the end of the day, she'll just start showing up. Like, there's been times where she's actually showed up to Threshold just to come kick it. And hey. she'll, yeah, just to come kick it. And it's cool be at first, as a young adult, when I was like 27, 25. In 27, my mom started doing that more, like, in various ways. Either she'd go to the batting cages or wherever I was, like, she'd go and just kick it. And at first, like, it was a – you you, you kind of get embarrassed, but then you, you, you'd you step away from that and realize your mom is just trying to connect with you on a different level and still be there for you in ways that you may not know. And, and it goes from a mom – it goes from son and mom and son relationship to – to a grown-ass relationship let's just talk so yeah. my mom's taught me that how to love and um you know how to care for people and customer service um with DoorDash I've learned that I take it very personal handling people's food because the way my mom was with the restaurant it was always the customer always was right and you know with DoorDash it's like you your responsibility is just giving food to the person right you don't right. You, some people go out of their way to double check. Some people really don't care. Some people just drop the food off and go. So lately it's been, because of knowing my mom and how she is, it's more of like going out of my way to text the customer, I'm on my way, do you want me to drop off the food? Do you want me to hand you the food? And it's the little things, and it's the same thing with New Age Athletics. It's the little things of um, building a personal relationship with the family members. And that's something my mom taught me was always build relationships with people. So I took away, I take a lot from my mom. A lot of my strengths come from my mom and a lot of my weaknesses come from my mom. But that's also a beautiful thing because of her, I am who I am. And, I, and I'm thankful to say that. And I've been rapping about my mom a lot in my music, but I mean, my mom's great, man. That she, um, growing up, we didn't have the best relationship. But uh, like, as a man, you just learn that because of how she was brought up, she didn't know any better with you. So she did her best and she did that's a damn a, good job. That's one thing that I, I realized it's, uh, and, and I think that goes for parents both ways, you know? It's like, uh, you know, when we're kids or maybe even teenagers, like we, we hold them to a different standard because we kind of uh, see them as like these super, superhuman beings. Like, yeah. Yeah, you know, but, uh, you know, obviously, the older you get, then you start to realize, like, fuck you, they're just humans, too, trying to figure mm -hmm. out their own life while trying to fucking raise us right, you know? Exactly. You, you, don't, you don't think about it. I remember my, my what was cool about my mom, um, she never really, I mean, she probably did get, she probably did date and had probably partners in her life after my parents' divorce. What was cool was she never, ever, like, introduced us to anybody. It was more because she didn't want anyone. She didn't want us thinking that anyone was going to take our dad's role from our life. And I think that's so, that's so selfish. That's so um, 
giving and selfless because that's like, yo, like you're taking away your yeah. own enjoyment of relationships and you're putting that, literally sacrificing that whole aspect of your life just to make sure your kids don't endure a stepdad, not saying all stepdads are, you know, there's a stigma of stepdads and stepmoms. Right. Um, so like she didn't want, cause she had a bad experience with a stepdad. So she didn't want to bring a stepdad into our world and create another bad, you know, a bad toxic cycle of bad step parents. That's another thing my mom did, which was pretty interesting, dude. Now I think about that. Now getting older, you realize that. So it's cool. Like you said, man, Paris, my mom, you know, mom and dad, they're just trying to figure out themselves, like you said, and trying to do the best yeah. with us. Yeah. No, that, I think, um, the work ethic, the work ethic, the appreciation, the, the customer service. I think if I could say four or five things that I took away from my mom is the um, one thing is just caring for people, caring, talking to people, customer service, um, work ethic, and just being just like literally you, just being who you are. Yeah. No, but no, she um she's cool, man. I think um my mom probably will listen to this podcast, so she does. I'll make sure she does. So mom, yeah, yeah. thank you. After the day, no, no. so Sunday we're actually gonna be at her house for Mother's Day. <clears throat> so by the time my mom hears this and your mom hears this, it'll be Monday. So I just want to say Happy Mother's Day, Mom. I love you a lot. You're dope. You're the you're the greatest mom that I would ever want in this world, and I would never ever replace you. Shout out to moms. How about you? Huh? The tear drinking over here crying. Like, oh, God. Yeah. But yeah, mom's tight. How about your mom, man? Um, well, let me let me start off with this. You you've met my mom a couple of times. What's mm -hmm. what's your what was your like first uh uh thought of when you met my mom? Honestly, it here's oh man, you know what sucks? Because I didn't speak Spanish fluently it was always like an awkward, like I felt out of place and not knowing what was going on, but it was always, the, it was always caring and giving and always, did it stop? Yeah, yeah, it stopped. Okay, okay. I think it's still recording. I think the first episode, actually, I think it actually didn't, did it stop completely? For me, it did. Okay. Yeah, screw went black. I wonder if it's still recording the same thing because it's still recording. Well, it's still recording. Yeah, it's still recording, and I don't have the file. You see. I mean, maybe we could just edit it. Yeah, I think we can. Yeah, That's what I'll just edit it. Edit this so, out. Okay. Go, um, did you hear everything I said about your mom or no? No, I didn't. That's the thing. That's where it stopped. Okay. Um. So, like I said, let me let me try to run it back real quick, and I'll try to chop it all up. I said, um, the thing that sucked growing up was, um not really speaking Spanish fluently. Mm -hmm. So whenever I'd be around your, the family, it was, I felt out of place because I couldn't understand the dialogue. But at the same time, no, you're, no, you know, it was always, um, there was always an understanding that regardless, it was always being taken care of. So always like whatever, you know, whenever your mom was in the room, it was always like this comfortable feeling and you never had to worry about anything. Everyone was taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so with my mom, like, 
thing that stuck with me the most um, is how selfless she is. Yeah. Um, she she always puts uh, other people that she cares about first, you know. And um, obviously, I took I, I took some from that, but at the same time, it uh, it uh, I, I've seen both both sides of it, mm-hmm. you know. So I've seen what it's uh, the the joy that uh, that being selfless brings to her, but I've also seen um, how she can be a little too selfless at times and kind of put herself on the back burner, you know? So like there's, there's, uh, there was a double lesson there for me with that, you know, to obviously be, um, be selfless, you know, care for other people. But, um, I mean, it goes back to that cliche saying like, can't pour from an empty cup, you know? Nope. You're good. I Oh, no, no. Yeah, I can hear you. No, you're good. Okay, cool, cool, cool. No, I heard you. You said you can't pour from an empty cup, but no, that's absolutely right, though. Yeah, man. And then um, in other aspects, you know, um, my mom's been been awesome. She's uh, always um, taking taking care of us, making sure that we had everything. You know, like uh, uh, we were uh, we were poor growing up, man. Like I, I could, you know, confidently say that out there. But we, as kids growing up, didn't know that. We didn't know better. Yeah, yeah, and I think that like that's that's what a what a good parent does, you know, kind of like um, to an extent shelters the kid from from certain realities mm-hmm. so they can enjoy being a kid. And um, I've I've always uh, looked up to actually both of my parents for that. I'm, I'm very grateful that my parents are still together. Um, um, but yeah, man, it's uh, it's been a awesome learning experience to see them to see them do, you know the best that they could for us um and um make make the move man um also another thing i have a very very deep respect for for my mom um and my and my dad too um but we're focusing on moms this this episode but um so uh i'm not sure if you know obviously you know i'm from el salvador but i don't know if you knew that i was born there oh no i did not know that yeah so I, i was born there and i moved here when i was about six or seven years old Oh shit! Um, yeah, and um, my mom at that time was like the head of uh, an accounting department uh, for one of the biggest um, food chains in El Salvador. Oh shit! So uh, she had a she had a, a good job, you know, good job. And then um, my dad did too. He worked for the Supreme Court in, in El Salvador. Um, so they both had really good jobs and then uh, they decided to to make the, the move here, you know, to literally start from fucking scratch, you know. Um, my mom till this day still does what she's been doing since she moved here, which is clean houses. And, and thankfully, you know, she's been able to keep her clientele and like um, make a, a business out of it essentially and then uh, be able to pro- provide for us for, for whatever it is that we need. So I have a huge, huge respect for her. In, in that sense, um, yeah, man, my my mom is a is an awesome lady, dude. Awesome lady for sure. No, it's fun. it's ironic when you asked me what I thought about your mom, and I remember it's like exactly that. It's it's going to the the apartment and just kicking it, and always knowing like no matter we're regardless of what bread we were breaking, we were breaking bread. Yeah, that's it. It was yeah. always. It, and it was never like it was never an issue. It was never 
Yeah, bro. Like you summed it up, and that's it. Was it was cool because it never felt. Yeah, dude, it was tight going to your, going to the crib, going to the spot because it was never. Yeah, and and it never felt forced. And one thing that that I've noticed too, it's that um. She makes the the just the the, the space feel very very mm-hmm. comfortable, very welcoming, or, or wherever wherever. Whatever you. And that's that's why I wanted to highlight that because it's going wherever you're like you're literally going wherever you're where your mom was at. It was always a breath, like a just a tranquil. We're good. Yeah. No matter what, we're good. That's cool, man. How long your parents your parents been married for? Twenty. Either they're coming up on their twenty five or just past their twenty five. Shout out! Shout out to them. I'm tapping. I'm tapping right now. For sure. <laughs> audio. That's crazy, yeah. man. It's, I'm grateful, especially seeing how how common it is now to to have like separated parents. You know. Oh yeah, I think it's um, it's it's very beautiful seeing you know, I think marriage is beautiful, and I think not not every married couple is meant to last the test of time. That's just the reality of life, and it's a beautiful thing seeing individuals go beyond the test of times and you know stick it out and grow together as a married couple. So shout out to your parents for that. I think you know the roles of our moms play a bigger role than we anticipated probably growing up. And now we realize why we are the way we are because of our moms, man. So I think it's beautiful that we're able to talk about that. So part of the next part of the segment of this episode, um, just, you know, keep it aligned with the wonderful woman in our life. Um, so, you know, us as men, and this is going to connect to our guests, um, us as men, you know, we're men, so we're not women, but however, we do work with women. And um, I, it's, I enjoy it a lot because I feel like some women carry an extra fire. Some of them, when they work out, and you know, mm-hmm. some they they come they come and clang and bang with better than the boys sometimes. Yeah. So um, I know I can speak on my behalf as a male coach. Working with women has really helped me grow and develop as a man. Um, you learn a whole different perspective, and I learn a new appreciation in regards to how women function on a day-to-day basis, especially for things that we can never experience. And one of those being the uh, menstrual cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so uh, I feel like for me as a man, I have become more, more, um, more, I want to say, use the word affectionate when it comes to coaching, because, you know, working with women, it's a different emotion, some of them, because it's a more, um, when you work with the guys, it's, you know, it's a lot of hurrah, you know, woman is a different, it's a different hurrah. Um, it's more of a calm tone, you know, it's more of like the let's go, let's get it done. But some women, you know, it's more of aggressive. So every, you know, every client has their own different place at yeah. coaching, mm-hmm. but no, um, it's helped me a lot. Um, I, patience too, man, a lot of patience and just learning to be patient and just not, you know, not yell so much. So yeah. How about yourself, George? Um, so um, when it comes to uh, training women, I uh, pretty much treated treated the same as training training a male. Honestly, mm. um, I don't really see see uh, look into that too much. It's um, for me. Uh, um, 
like what I tell a, a person when they come in to train is like, you know, uh, once you come in here, you're, you're not a fucking uh, a male, you're not a female, you know, you're a, you're mm. a fighter. That's what it is. You, know? yep. you, come in, you come in here, you're a fighter. So we're going to do, you know, I, I treat I treat them um, both the same, but um, I have noticed that um, with uh, the females, I do have to kind of like ride the, the flow of the emotion i guess we could say for yeah. you know and um with guys you know like if they're having a bad day then like you know like all right dude you know we'll, we'll get we'll uh we'll still get get some working you know um but with uh the female it's more of um i, I noticed that um the uh, the workout pace is based on the day that they've had yes you know, you know? yes um so it's been interest, interesting as far as uh coaching and developing as a coach to be able to um respectfully steer that while still getting them a, a effective workout you know yep and it's true because like i've been um a lot of my young um track runners their workout especially the woman it's it's a day-to-day feel because if if it's an aggressive if if there's uh, not aggressive but if there's like a, a, a urgency to her day that urgency is translated to the workout so it's you know i never really thought about that so like you point you said it and i'm like my mind just went boom yeah right it totally makes sense and um it's and it's fun you so when when do you ever train your you you do um you've trained men and women at the same time right uh, it kind of froze again. Do you mind repeating it? Do you um, you've trained men and women at the same time, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like sometimes the woman just gang up on the guys and just all of a sudden there's a switch and there's like a lot more drive from them? Um, I I, I think I would say so. Yes, and it's not so much more like uh, um like females to males type but i i just think that that comes from just an, another uh, person training training with you you know what i mean mm, that's true that once you have like once you have like that person training with you it, it, it becomes kind of like a um friendly competitiveness you know oh, like, big, oh, big oh you know you're, you're doing this on the bag oh you know watch this you know it's all it's all fun games at the end of the day though you know what i mean oh yeah everybody wants we're all gonna be out here being competitive but yeah, man. Back on the topic, like I don't, I don't really uh, see see the uh, um, the the difference there. I, I think that everybody just comes comes in and you know they get their work done, you know, whether it's a male or a female. When it comes to training them both at the same time, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So I think that's cool, man. I think that's yeah. that's dope. I think um, it's it's cool seeing the evolution of the sports performance world towards women. For, For sure. I feel it's starting to open up more and it's developing more. It's becoming more, um, it's always been competitive, but I feel there's, there's more, there's more competitive involved with the training component of it all now. And what I mean by that is more of just the intertwining. I agree. I agree. I agree. And then I, I also think that that actually stems from, um, and like we, we gotta, we gotta fucking be real about it, you know. Um, I believe that within the last twenty years or so, um, women's sports have gotten their respect they deserve to not be seen as lesser than or 
you know, less than a male sport, you know? Exactly. Granted, like, on a professional level, the fan base might not be there as far as, like, um, the WNBA, you know, uh, or women's soccer or stuff like that. And uh, that's one of the reasons why I, I love the um, – I love fighting or boxing or MMA because um, you're on the card. You have you have girls fighting, you have men fighting, and it's all they're all just fighters. And that's what I love about what I do. That at the end of the day, that uh, gender doesn't really play a role. You know, that's true. I never really thought about that so much because when you think of the NBA and the WNBA, it's separate. But then you have UFC or any fight. It's the fight card. It's gonna you're gonna see men and you're gonna see women. <laughs> you're not just gonna see just um men fight. You're gonna see women fight. You're gonna see the whole the whole both both men and women fight. Yeah. But, um, and and it goes back to, you know, just them being competitors at the end of the day. And I think that um in all sports, it's it's a it's definitely evolved, and and uh, women competitors have gotten the, the respect that they uh, deserve. You know, exactly a lot of respect they do deserve. Um, I think we should um let's just go ahead and go into our next part of this because yeah because we don't want the, yeah. That's, so that's like we said um this month's topic is Mother's Day and uh we're gonna have a very special guest coming. She's um unfortunately she's not a mom but she's going to kick a lot of gems for all the ladies out here. Um, she's a good friend of mine. Her name's Annabelle. Um, just, uh, she actually, it's cool. What, what's cool about Annabelle is um, not only does she, is she super well-educated in regards to the human, human body, but obviously her being a woman, she carries more of a passionate in regards to the woman and the health of a woman in training. Um, she also, I'll read off her, I'll read it off right now. Um, she also is a co-host of PR Podcast. With, hey, cool. Uh, yep, with, uh, with a friend of ours, we know him, Morgan and Joseph, so that's cool having her there. Um, cool, man. She's a nutrition coach for Evolve Fitness and Nutrition. She has a Bachelor of Science degree in Nutrition and Food Science, Master's degree in Public Health. She is CHES certified, certified in health education specialist. And yeah, man, she, um, she's a real deal. Yeah, it sounds like it, dude. Yeah, it's, and the reason why, um, I guess the real is motivating factors why getting her on this as a special guest was I, I wanted to do this in person because it would have been fun, but obviously this is what it is. We'll probably get her back later on. Yeah. Um, yeah. She, um, she posted something not something she posted uh content in regards to a menstrual cycle and how regards to training when to maximize the cycle towards get per, towards actual strength and when to tailor off the cycle because the woman is already weaker at that point but during certain points of her cycle she's a lot stronger me i could read up on this all day However, I am not a woman, and I don't feel not not that I don't feel comfortable speaking on it. I'm more than okay with speaking on this, but I've never experienced a cycle, nor would I ever. So I think it's only fair to have a woman come on here and really kick game and really break it down for us men to understand. And you know, it'll help me as a coach and it'll help our listeners understand. You know, especially if, you know, especially the women listeners who are athletes who who 
need a better understanding of their body. So I think it's going to, it's going to be a great episode, man. Yes. I'm looking very much forward to it. Um, I did have a conversation with um, Carlos, you know, Carlos, the owner of where I train at. Um, we briefly talked about this subject and it's definitely something that I'll, I'll be honest, never even crossed my mind. Yeah. So um, I'm really looking forward to, to, Yes, and, and, and learning, and um, yeah, man, it's going to be a good episode. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, man, um, she's going to come kick his game, so, and we're going to be, so this episode is dropping on the 11th, and we'll have the Annabelle episode dropped on the 29th, and so with that time frame, um, our listeners, if you do have any questions, we highly, 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 highly encourage you ask us, um, you know, we're looking forward to expanding and keeping this more consistent, creating more content. Obviously, with things that are going down right now, we're doing our best to keep everything going and flowing. Um, but no, man, I think overall, I think today was a great episode, just with the technical yeah. difficulties, it kind of, but it is what gotta it is, right? Punches, but gotta roll, uh, roll with the, punch. the punches and we got punched back. That's um, it. Would you like to say anything before we shut this off today? Um, just again, uh, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Um, and back again, guys, like if when this drops, we're still not back to normal, you know, stay strong. We're going to get through this. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be in, in phases as they're saying, but, um, we're, we're getting back to normal. We're hoping for the best and, uh, just stay safe out there, everybody. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just to reiterate what George says, please stay safe out there. I agree. I think sooner or later, this is going to change. And I think we're getting through this just perfectly fine. And I'm excited to see what's to come after this. On on behalf of New Age Strengthcast, this is your host, your boy Renato, and my other host right here. George, guys. Um, always happy to hear from you guys. So if you guys have any questions regarding this, again, please send us some questions for our next episode. All right? They can't, they can't hey. see, but I'm doing the dab. Later, guys. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you later, George. Cool, bro. Peace, you, you too.